Welcome to the Mark Stary Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Stary, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Stary, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most of the places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Got an extra buck or two? You wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar. Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Stary Music Podcast. Also, considering helping get the word on the street via social media, five-star rating and review, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Jeff Tweedy. I think somehow you need to get to a certain point in your life where the notion of failure is absurd. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Stary Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 297. Please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Zumbrota, and the B-Dill Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Final week of teaching summer school in Wisconsin. I'm worn out, but always a fun and rewarding time, and I always love co-teaching and hanging with the German musician slash wizard, Manfred. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday played at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Congrats on the new job, Oz. Thursday played at Bistro 63 in Baronet, Wisconsin. Good to catch up with longtime podcast listener and hopefully future top five guest, Louie. Friday played at Ingredients in Wiper Lake, Minnesota. Awesome to catch up with Turtle Lake alumni's Tim and Jolene. Saturday played at Vanelli's in Forest Lake, Minnesota. Nicest patio day ever. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, June 23rd, 2020, I'll be playing at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Friday, June 25th, I'll be playing at Carmine's in Woodbury, Minnesota from 6 to 9 p.m. Saturday, June 26th, I'll be playing at Viv's in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin from 5 to 8 p.m. It's part one of two with Twin Cities songwriter Aaron Cabbage. We talk his new music project, Surge and the Swell, Rhinestone Diplomats, O'Gara's, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Francesca, you were always there. Mr. Aaron Cabbage, welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. How are you doing today there, brother? Hey, doing well, Mark. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we are actually here in my basement. Uh, Aaron and I have tried to get, get together a few times to talk about his new project, <laughs> Surge and the Swell, which I, which I really have enjoyed. And we haven't figured out a time. And, and finally, it just worked to do it at my own house downstairs. So It's a uh, fine establishment. Copper is great in front of the house. Yes, and um, we have similar things with our fathers are both ill, and that's why I've had to cancel and stuff like that. And uh, you were talking about um, your 
your dad would be a woodworker, and yeah. that's kind of your studio time is is his version of that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, my 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 brother's a hardcore fisherman. My dad's a woodworker, and uh, you know, my dad can go out into the uh, shop and turn wood for you know hours on end. And uh, yeah, kind of uh, like I, like I said, me sitting in front of Ableton or in front of Dawes for two or three hours, you know, can disappear, vaporize in a heartbeat. Um, yes, yeah, so it's kind of my woodworking, I guess, over the last uh, year or two. Mine is, I think, mine is practicing guitar. Really reading philosophy stuff, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, it's good to have those yeah. those little side things. It's funny that you're here. So um, my friend, do you know my friend Allie Gray? She's been on yeah. the show two million I times. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Played with you back in O'Gara's days a couple times with you with you guys. Yeah. Yes. And and uh, so before they tore down O'Gara's, yeah. she texted me and said that, oh, you guys, you have some band posters here. And oh, so yeah. before she played like the last show there, she crawled up on some couch and something <laughs> and said she risked life and limb and getting what septic or whatever it is <laughs> to get these posters. So she yeah. found a couple posters and I can't believe it. You're here. Didn't you make this? Look at that. Amazing. That's a poster of our bands. Rhinestone Diplomats, Mark Sterry, Fountainheads. 10W40 Brilliant. Yeah, that's a great poster. I wish I could say I made that. I'm wondering if uh, if one of the guys from RDs they've made that. I'm not sure what that year what year that was, but um, I know uh, we had Steve Sutherland playing with us for a while, and he was uh, he's obviously a you know creative mastermind. Um, so I don't know, but that's yeah, brilliant. Is that that funny? was a fun that was a fun night. Those were some uh, some fun uh, sticky floor. Uh, sweaty, uh, energetic nights. <laughs> yes, they were. Um, yeah, that's music history torn off of the Brilliant. upper ceiling or whatever of Olgaris. Thanks, Allie, for uh, for risking sepsis for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good, man. So, um, so tell us about your current project, Surge and the Swell. You did this um, with the Levy guys, and all of them have been on the show. Isaac yeah. most recently, I guess. And then we were talking about your project on there, and that's how we wanted to get you on here. Start my dreams, you start your day. Yeah. So you mind telling us about your new music project? No, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Surge in the Swell is the, is the name, um, kind of wanted, I know we had this discussion about, you know, Aaron Cabbage versus Surge in the Swell. Um, I wanted, uh, yeah, I kind of wanted a name that was, that was inclusive or, uh, you know, more collaborative and, uh, you know, a project that I could, you know, work, bring people in and out of and, and, uh, really just, just, uh, collaborate. So, yeah, water uh, was kind of a big, big theme for me too. Um, you know, we talked about mindfulness. Uh, there, I think I came up with a name when I was sitting in the in, at the beach, uh, you know, and I could feel kind of tide coming in, just sitting out there in the rain by myself and having that, you know, mindfulness moment. And yeah, so Surge in the Swell is the is the album name or the the, uh, the project. project name. Um, and uh, yeah, I just had first six songs. I I had originally reached out to. Uh, to Adam, I had uh, I had taken a songwriting workshop, you know, with him a while back, and I'd reached out to him with with some songs that I had accumulated and asked him for just some really blunt, you know, feedback. Uh, 
and um, and yeah, so he wrote back and and uh, taken a listen to them and um, made some some really great suggestions, uh, and then also asked if I was interested in putting some actual bass and drums on them. So uh, that's where uh, yeah we got together with uh, Noah and Isaac and ended up doing uh, eight songs at Chubby Mammal there. Yeah, then that's right down the road from here, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, what for example? I've, I've as far as like music um, critic or asking yeah. people for stuff. I only did that with the Nashville songwriting world years right, ago. Right. So for the Twin Cities songwriting scene, what was some of the things that he would emphasize or suggest to you while you were writing songs? Yeah, I think I think one of the one of the things I'm I'm guilty of is the gratuitous uh, instrumental interlude, you know, right at the beginning of a song or uh, you know, after a first, you know, chorus. Um, so I think it was, some of it was kind of blocking and tackling, you know, kind of get you know, get to it, you know, get to the get to the hook, you know, sooner. Um, you know, this is, you know. And so I, I think it was we had a comical moment in studio with one of the songs because you know i had that mentality of you know get in get to the hook um you know have the song go somewhere and then get out you know um keep it to you know three and a half minutes and and we were in the studio at one point and adam was adam i think said something like i'd really like that one to go a little longer i i'm kind of expecting that one to kind of stay up there and kind of move a little longer and i was like hey <laughs> i was following i was following your guidance so it was kind of a funny moment but um get some 4x4 fun this summer with a 2021 jeep cherokee trailhawk find your new suv at id chrysler zombrota i still love my black jeep cherokee I got from id chrysler with 250,000 miles my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take i found myself looking for my new dream ride at id chrysler and the staff can be more help with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my as i call it musician's credit score their philosophy is simple time-saving hassle-free fair price check out their inventory at zombrotacdjr.com or take the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zombrota, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m., and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m., closed on Sundays. Check out Ivy Chrysler's Zombrota today and enjoy a safe summer season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. But yeah, I mean, music is that way, right? It's um, sometimes you want to... Uh you know that sometimes the the song needs to to travel a little further yeah um, and uh, you gotta gotta follow that and so how did you go about recording it so you did because i listened to it i was like oh my god this vocal sound awesome who's singing or whatever and you said yeah. you tracked the vocals at your own house i did yeah i um <clears throat> i wanted to uh have something that was kind of vocals forward harmonies you know um oriented and uh, really wanted to sing with a female vocalist, and um, uh, more recently, I've been able to to uh, rehearse and sing with Katie Garrity, who's um, amazing and has been a not only f really fun to sing with, but but a pretty great vocal coach as well. Um, for the recording, um, I had tracked uh, most everything at at home, um, drums, bass, ex you know. Ex ex um, Drums and bass, obviously in studio, and then on Love Four Thousand, uh, kind of the lead single. Um, Adam had uh, kind of picked up the gar guitar and was was noodling, and it sounded really great. So we went ahead and recorded it in studio. Uh, Isaac put some baritone um, baritone telly on there as well, so the interplay with those is really nice. 
Um, but yeah, I did most of the stuff at home. What is a baritone telly? Just for the mic, if my grandma's listening. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a Telecaster with an extended. Um, it's kind of a, it's a lower. Uh, I believe it's like a, uh, a key uh, tuned down a key, um, and it's a longer uh, fretboard, I believe. Okay. We may, we may have to strike this one and, and go back to the the. Uh, <laughs> but but no, it's it's a lower it's a lower tone. It, it's a really nice, rich, low tone. So you can hear. There's a little kiss at the end of Love Four Thousand that he puts on there. That's really nice. Um, and um, and yeah, just added some really nice texture. It kind of took the place of where like an organ would be. Um, yeah. I thought this song just caught me right away because it's just kicks off with her singing pretty much instantly. Yeah. Um, was that your idea or who kind of produced this project? Yeah. So that was, um, so Adam obviously definitely helped you know, with, with production, you know, guidance in, in studio and, and we better hold on for one second. Yeah. So if you're, if people are wondering who we're talking about here, it was Adam Levy, a previous podcast guest that, that had a lot of success with the honey dog. It's one of my favorite local bands over the years and has done a variety of, of, uh, solo projects and band projects. and his brother Noah Levy, who's been on the podcast, a drummer for Brian Setzer and Bodines and stuff, and his son Isaac Levy, who was just on a few weeks ago too. So that's who we are talking about for a little background of what these guys have done before. And they started a, a recording studio, Chubby Mammal, right down the road in St. Paul. So just kind of giving a quick background if people didn't hear that stuff before. That's in perfect context, yeah. And I, I couldn't have imagined, you know, you know, we were all huddled, huddled up, you know, last year, obviously, um, in silos. And then, uh, but, you know, having been out of the music kind of, you know, network for a while, um, couldn't have imagined a, a more uh, welcoming and friendly and uh, kind of generous group of guys to, to do this one with. So um, that was really nice to, and I'm, I'm the youngest of three boys, so it's kind of like hanging out with brothers, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, the, 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 in terms of the, the singing, when I got the vocals back, I actually um, uh, um, uh, Camille Van Niekerk was um, was somebody I found on Air Gigs actually, and I was looking for a voice that was kind of <laughs> I was looking for a very specific tone, you know, warm, uh, kind of that. There was actually the Bahamas did a cover of "Don't You Want Me" um, in the soundtrack for uh, "Secret Life of Walter Mitty." And I just really liked the interplay there. And I was thinking about that when, when I wrote this song a little bit, getting that, that male and female vocal interplay. Um, and so thinking about a long-distance relationship um, and, you know, that, that you know, actually my, my partner, Jessica, um, has been in the U.K. for 20 years. And so this was, you know, this was kind of our existence for a long time, uh, which was, you know, good morning, good night. Um, how was work? You know, good. I'm just starting work. So it was, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, it was it, the song kind of came easy. It was, it was already happening. So I think the having her when I got her vocals back and hearing how nice they sounded, it just absolutely made sense to pop that right away in the beginning and have have the the female storyline be that first uh, first uh, vocal presence. Yeah, I remember we were talking back and forth when I first heard that song. 
I had to ask who was even singing the male part because I've seen you play for a zillion years. I have a bunch of Rhinestone Diplomats records and stuff. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. But I did not know you could. You had vocals like that. That was just, you're selling that, man. Uh, just an incredible chorus. Um, oh. I'm going to put that in my, that song is definitely in my, at my shows and my, <laughs> I talk about my mix all the time, my little break mix. I always have people have been on the podcast or local musicians, and that yeah. one will be on there for sure. That oh, song man. just stands out. It is just outstanding. Um, so I appreciate that. You said you heard her vocals and you redid yours. <laughs> I, I did, yeah. I think I was, you know, again, that don't you want me kind of, uh, you know, um, I, I was singing this really low register, which I, which I've I, I like. I'm comfortable there, and I, I want to explore that more. But I I was kind of keeping this this low you know vibe throughout the the chorus even. Um, and when I heard her vocals, I'm like, this is this wants to elevate, and it should elevate. And so I redid my vocals with a bit of a, um, and I to my surprise, I think just with with her vocals there i felt a lot more confident going okay. and hit, hitting that hitting that note and that and and uh and yeah the energy just felt felt right so kept that going I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located on the corner of Count Road B, and Dale's motto is, a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun, and that is a fact. Anxious to try some food from the new restaurant in the B-Dale Club, Jamaican McCrazy, island cuisine at its finest. Rob, Emily, Natalie, Shelley, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail artists. As of late, my libation of choice is the classic Greyhound cocktail, and they are to quote 16-time world champion Ric Flair, Tasty Little Devils. Save the date, B-Dale Club Barbecue Contest, August 7th. Live music, pool table, pool tabs, bingo, bocce ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. Selfishly... And I hear local songs and songs literally all the time. There's a lyric in there mm. that I think would be a name, an awesome name for a band. Mm. If I was going to start a band, I would ask you if I could <laughs> use that lyric. Right. And the lyric is, text me when you're tipsy. <laughs> I think you're right. Text uh, me. Is that te- what you say? It's you, text. You... Uh, you, you you text me tipsy. Text, text me tipsy. Text me. I think that's uh text I think that could tipsy. be a great I think that could be a great bar name or yeah. a band name. Or a band name or song name. I might need to borrow that. You text me tipsy and I can tell that you're a little drunk. Yeah. That's the line. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I love that line Yeah. Good no, it's for- good. <laughs> you know, in the UK they have these uh pub pub quizzes. Uh, I was wondering because you say pub in there, and I never say I say freaking bar. I know, I know. Well, it was bar, and I had to localize, and I had to make it uh, real. So, no, they have these pub quizzes. I think, uh, you know, I, it, Jessica will probably cringe when she hears this, but she was she was she was in a, a good state. It's just I was in this very dry work environment, you know, having meetings all day, and she was having had 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 about two hours of more fun uh, at this pub quiz than I had. So, um, yeah. Was, and it uh, sounds like that in the song too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the idea. You know, some songs are are, are tougher to come by, and you got to set them aside. And this one just kind of spun itself. Yeah, yeah. So you're t- so. Who was some of the other influences you had putting this record together? Like your references. Like what what kind of bands did you want it to sound like? To ask you the CD Baby quiz, I guess when you put songs out there. Yeah, you know, um, 
that was it. Yeah, obviously, you, you know, going to to publish those and you get asked that question, it's, um, and it always feels a little arrogant to say, you know, what other bands do you sound? Oh, I sound like this. I sound like that. But I think I kind of stuck with uh, the people that I really enjoy listening to at the time. I mean, I, um, you know, Lucinda Williams is somebody that I listen to a lot. Uh, you know, um, Jack Johnson. I mean, I mean, hell, if I was, if I ended up being the Jack Johnson in the Midwest, I'd be all right with that. You know, it's a little trap rock, a little Minnesota trap rock. Um, but no, I, I think, you know, Lucinda Williams, Jack Johnson, um, you know, the Jayhawks obviously. And, um, you know, I've, I've been a big Wilco fan for a long time. So I was really appreciate the, just like, you know, the dynamics created in those songs. Just can't find the time to write my mind Um, even more recently, I know it's kind of I mentioned Adam a lot here, but I, the project Turn 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 I really like as well. Just the harmonies and that that vocals forward, um, and then just really smart lyrics. So, yeah. Do you still? So I was a big Wilco Mark for years yeah. too, and I even was listening to your songs. I could hear the little artsy Yankee yeah. folktale foxtrot stuff you drop in there. And patience, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you still follow Wilco? I dropped off after, um, what was the ghost one? Ghost is Born. Yeah. After I went down to Austin, I loved him, and then I just was done. Yeah. I I have, I actually, um, I have Tweety's book on my my coffee shop that I uh, got a few months ago, and I haven't uh, haven't been able to dig into it, but just, you know, write one song, I think is what it's called. Um, But I don't... uh, no, I, I really, I guess I haven't over the last few years, but I still go back to just the, the Wilco AM, like the original album and just, you know, Casino Queen and yeah, in Box Full Letters. I mean, some of those are just amazing. You must be high. <laughs> must be high. Um, there, when it went the Rhinds for Diplomats with, you know, um, Steve uh, Wold. Steve Wold. Uh, uh, Steve Sutherland at the time. We've since, you know, in that time, you know, drummed with, you know, um, a number of other you know, great players, but at the time it was, um, uh, Steve Sutherland, Wold, myself, um, I think, uh, um, and Dave Wickheiser uh, on bass, and uh, we went down to Des Moines to see Wilco. Uh, it was the Kicking Del- Television tour. We're like, by the time we get back, we'll pick a band name. Ryan said that's what we came up with. But uh, while we were down there, I think we wrote the song, song uh, Des Moines or Des Moines, you know, Des Moines. I <laughs> yeah. love that song. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that one, Des Moines, and I was, like, what the hell are you guys saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we had had a few uh, drinks and we were we were back uh, um, at somebody's apartment and 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 you know Steve started strumming something and then we wrote that and then you know a few months later I was playing gratuitous notes on the Ebo uh, Ogueras. Um but no that was uh, that was a really cool trip but I think that was my that was my pinnacle to get to your point that was my pinnacle of my my Wilco fandom was when uh, Nels Klein started in on on. Uh, Handshake Drugs, that first guitar solo, and that was the first song they played, and it was, you know, it was a goosebump moment. Yeah. Yeah. What was the other Rhinestone Diplomat song? I got to oh, look that one up, too. Uh, I think you liked Hello. You say hello. Say hello. Like to get to know. Say hello. You say hello. Say hello. God is rising above. You say hello. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I felt vindicated because when we were figuring out the album order at the time, uh, I think we put it number seven on the album. And we were backstage at O'Gara's one night, and, and we had just played, and you were getting to go on, always enthusiastic and supportive as you were. And you're like, that was great, guys. Okay. Hey, what was that one song you guys played? And you're like, oh, hello. Yeah, that's number seven on our album. And uh, can I cuss on here? Of course. Who gives a <laughs> shit? Yeah. He said, number seven? What the fuck? That should be the first song of your album. And that was, and I had, I had, uh, I had kind of pumped that. I'm like, this really should be one or two. So I felt a little bit vindicated at that moment. Oh yeah, that was a great song, man. Um, it, so a little bit of folklore of Rhinestone Diplomats that Steve Woldtort stole story years and years ago. Is it true you guys were tracking some live song, some song in the studio, and it was this long six-minute jam thing, yeah. and it was just a piece of poetry. It just worked out great, and your phone went off, oh. and then all that, at the very end of the song, and you guys kept it in, this, in the track. Was it my phone? I I don't just thought it was yours. I'm not sure. It might have been my phone. It might have been. I think it would have been maybe Jerry, or which was kind of a, a you know Jerry Garcia. Um, it might have been Jerry or uh, or Frozen Lake. Frozen Lake was another great tune. But yeah, we were recording. I think with, with Mike Wistie at the time, and uh, it was it was. I think every song we had was over five minutes, almost pushing six minutes. And he's like, "Yeah, that's another really epic song. If that's what you guys are going for, yeah, that that's another epic one. Okay, yeah, that one's pretty epic too." <laughs> he was being diplomatic, but yeah, we really liked our long song. for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Zumbroda, and the B-Dale Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. I say good morning. You say good night. I work a whole day before you even open up your eyes. Two hemispheres Two continents Two hearts separated Only by space and time Start my dreams You start your day I said Love for a thousand miles away I'm still at work You're at the pub You text me